Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show from uh, uh, on January 1st, 2024. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. I am reporting to you from the friendly confines of my house. Love to be back here. And we're in the two-week countdown now to the tournament champions semifinals. Man, those guys are good. I don't know how I'm going to beat those guys, but I got to get the top third of that competition to go to the finals and have the absolute best uh, time in Key West that a man possibly could have. But we've had a couple good last couple days. Aside from playing Miles McBride, don't give me crap. I, I should have listened to DK. I was listening to the live stream. He was like, yeah, Evan Fournier is a great, great point per minute guy. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to get the minutes. Is He's still got to hit the shots. And I didn't even put a sprinkle in. And I was playing 20 lineups. That's an embarrassment. I know that Evan Fournier is at least a 5 to 15 guy. So you got to you got to stick with your principles. But congrats to Dr. Two Inch, who did play Evan Fournier, but he chopped. And I got to say, that was tough that night. There were a lot of free squares, I got to say. But I thought it would have been more more Knicks at free squares, right? Like there was only three that wound up optimal. What did Anthony Davis do that night? I hope you guys saw that game. If not, go look up the highlights. That was inspired. That's like watching Luca in his prime. Where did that come from? Is he playing like that now? Anyway, I'm going to start watching the Lakers as long as Anthony Davis plays like that. Granted, he won me a little bit of money, so I was extra excited. But uh, we say congratulations to all the winners here, and we enjoy everybody's big victories. And congrats to Amin0811 on winning the $3 million. I mean, this is a you know fantasy sports show, so the biggest prize in all fantasy sports, here it is. Dude won it with a career game from Jaden Reed. And that's how it should be, man. I don't want any of this BS, oh, let's go to cumulative scoring, blah, blah, blah. No, it was a good enough game of skill anyway. Shady is in third, and gosh, man. Condolences, dude. I That game, the second touchdown must have just ripped your heart out. The last catch must have ripped $700,000 of your heart out. Condolences, Shady, man. I mean, you're awesome. Obviously, I'm going to see you in that tournament of champions in a few weeks, but that can't feel good ever. And I mean, cry on your pillow of $300,000, I guess. But I, I have been convinced by this season of best ball, a couple guys, particularly Justin Herzig and a few other guys on Twitter, that there is something to best ball and that I was wrong about some stuff. And for instance, you know, anyway, whenever I can be thoroughly convinced I was wrong about something, I'm down. I've learned something. I'm going to play a little bit next year. But it's still a lot of chance, a lot of an injury parlay. But there's definitely some strategy. There's no accident. Those guys are winning. No accident. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing about this guy. He's he's just like you guys. He was watching these podcasts all the time. He's watching um, uh, Peter and Soccer Dave and all those guys on the Swolecast. You know, th th those are, that's a fun show. It's fun to watch these guys. And uh, it's good to know. It's like legitimate information, you know, like and it's another thing like the maxes, right? In these competitions, they can only play 150 lineups. You know, like my dad was asking me over the holiday, hey, why don't you just do some of that on the stock market? And I was like, no, there is no 150 max on the stock market, man. If I can make the markets and where I can make markets, I play there. But that's not like really possible anymore. People caught go wise to where I could do that with options. And so here I am playing DraftKings. You know what I mean? Like you, you just go where you can do the, the fun thing. And it's really fun. And uh, yeah. Thank, thank you for joining us, guys. Incredible to see you. We're over 200 subscribers. I know I'm supposed to like do a benchmark every time we hit a benchmark. I'm just not paying attention to that. It's like fine. I, I'm just doing this because like this is what I do every day anyway. You know, like I'm going to sit here for an hour in the morning. I've already listened to a certain amount of content. I like DK's free content. That's like where I got, my, you know, everything I know essentially I learned from DK and a couple other people, Occupy Fantasy Guys, etc. But you know, you have 
you know what's going to go on this slate. Like, hopefully you've gotten to this video and you're aware of the trade, right? I mean, the trade dominated the last slate. It's going to dominate this slate as well. Because we've got to figure out what are these new guys, what's their role going to be like in the new offense? Is R.J. Barrett really going to dominate? I don't know, man. I mean, I can get there in two two thirds of my lineups maybe, but because I'm okay. So the other thing is, this is the countdown to the Tournament of Champions. So just like the countdown to that big uh, spike day last month, I have to hone my process a little differently because like normally I'm a 20 maxer. That's where I like to make my bread. But I like um, I have a big single entry thing. The biggest one of my life coming up in two weeks, the Tournament of Champions semis. Tickets worth like 22,000, but I got to finish 17, top 17 out of 61. I got to beat guys like Shady. I got to beat guys like Whistles Go Woo. All the freaking everybody who's won a million dollars this year. I got to beat two thirds of those guys. So that's what I'm practicing these next couple of weeks. What are the moves? How do you play just enough chalk and sprinkle in just the right pivots to beat those guys? So number one, I'm trying to get in that 888 um, in a couple of days because I think 250 up top is a reasonable reward for 888. And I need to practice, man. I, you know, it's a different game. So that's the thing. It's like, on the one hand, you got to figure out how to play risky enough to beat those dudes and conservatively enough to beat those guys. But on the other hand, like it's a it's going to be a, like a two game or four game NFL slate. Right. It's like championship weekend, divisional championship weekend, I think. So that's diff that's more like maybe I should practice high stakes Madden sims. You know what I mean? That's where you get a short slate and like, ugh, eesh, what in the world? Uh, OK, but. Enough talk about the tournament champions, even though it's going to be freaking on my mind. It's like the whole point of this month for me. And I mean, really, how much when, if you combine all of my fees from the last two and a half months, it's probably the tournament of champions, too. Anyway. OK, so easy slate today because of the trade. You got RJ Barrett. You got who else up here? I assumed there. Were, oh, yeah. Let's sort by exposure. Huh. It's not all. OK, I guess it's just RJ Barrett mostly getting that boost. Then, Oh, right. Because <laughs> we've got. One game that stands out above the rest pace-wise. Uh, and then you got Dallas and Utah if you want to sprinkle in some. I guess I probably do have some of the big guy. Oh, yes. A little bit of Doncic and Jokic. I, we'll see. So obviously if Kyrie is out, you're going to get to more Doncic. And uh, it can be a coin flip probably with Giannis. But this pace of this uh, Milwaukee and Indiana game is outrageous. So you just got to have a lot of guys from that game, I think. Now, the other thing, you got to listen to Coach speak today. So Tari Eason played, what, 25, whatever minutes he was supposed to. Jay Sean Tate played an incredible number of minutes. It didn't seem like, and he played he played well. Like, this guy's playing great, so I, I boosted him a little bit, and I'm going to be way overweight today on Jay Sean Tate. Somewhere between eye test and points per minute test, and it's not an accident. I mean, post in the chat if something has changed or I missed something about Houston's rotation. I know uh, Indiana changed their rotation recently. That's why I have Jalen Smith. What are you doing? Why are people not playing Jalen Smith? Dude is incredible. I know... Like, he got taken out of the last game because he told the ref to go fuck himself. I really, I, I love Jalen Smith. He is out there to do one thing and one thing only, and that is block guys' shots. He loves to do it, and he's not. He's, he wants to stay in the game to do it. He's He'll get in foul trouble sometimes, but he knows you got to be out there to block shots. And I really have enjoyed watching him play, and I don't understand 17%. you gotta got to have interest in him, and you got to have interest in Nick Richards today. I don't, I again, like, yes, he's playing, he is playing Jokic. So, Whatever foul trouble risk you think there is, don't have that amount of Nick Richards in your lineups. But unless we get significant other news, I think you got to have one minus whatever percent chance you think he gets in foul trouble. He is going to be optimal. He's incredibly, incredibly low priced. I don't know what's going on there. DraftKings has been pretty good about that this year. I, I've limited people like Kamara. I think, you know, he's going to be out there. He could hit shots. I think he's going to be out there. That's another question because Thibault started for him last game. 
If Thibel starts for him, that's another place you can consider. But man, that's a that's a tough one. I love when you can get to Matherin in a spot like this because he could close over healed for sure. Speaking of, I'm sure somewhere down here, no healed. What's his price? You, you could get to sort of like five to fifteen percent of healed, but I'm not going to force him in since I'm playing six lineups. Uh, that's that's my point. As I go towards a single entry thing, I've got to figure out a good single entry process. So. Pretty much, I'm just going to take the best lineup from my top six. That's my plan, and my top six from my top 5,000. Okay. Yeah, uh, Baji, that's the other guy. So we got a weird rotation going on in Portland. You're aware, as long as the main center is out. We've got, like, Baji and Moses Brown and Jabari. And so Jabari is the obvious jam. He's So Jabari's like, am I, I assume, two-thirds Jabari? Yeah, Jabari's a core piece today if you got a core piece because Jabari, Jalen Smith, their roles have just changed and the prices have not caught up to them yet. RJ Barrett, we're speculating that about. Giannis, probably the other core piece in, in a high pace game where Giannis will smash. So I will say yeah, Giannis, Jalen Smith, Jabari Walker, if you're a guy who listens to this for cores. But I got to say, I'm not really a core guy. Like uh, when, when I listen to other people's videos and stuff, that's not what I'm listening for. I'm listening for like the grades they give people like, somebody's a great play like the whenever there's an inflection that they say that they might not even put like they for instance dk says stuff about people and he'll he'll say like i think this play is the what whatever of the the day and what it doesn't come up again you know you just have to write that down so i i probably do something similar let me know in the chat please if i say something uh outrageous about somebody and then i don't remember it later that can hurt me okay but yeah everybody else i mean I don't know what's going on to fork Jalen Duran. They've got a weird rotation. The, the center rotations are all messed up now, right? Like I can't do my normal forking thing today. For instance, with uh, Precious, can't do the Pertle Precious rule anymore, guys. Time to delete the rule, right? I mean, uh, Precious is great, man. I, I, actually, how much Precious are we getting to today? Oh, no, is he not in here? Whoa. Oh, he's on the early slate. Wait, yeah, because he's not on Toronto anymore. He's on New York. Yeah, yeah. So play some Precious on the uh, the early showdown or whatever. But, man, what a... I love every time something like that happens. But what is going to go on with Toronto? You know what? It's popcorn, popcorn machine. Bum, bum, bum. So, okay, the problem is they don't have everybody who will be there. But in the last game, who came in for Toronto when they lost to Detroit? Yikes. Pirtle came out and Thaddeus Young came in. Oh, oh man. I don't know if I can do that, guys. I don't know if I can, uh, I can't build that fork in for Thaddeus Young. I just, Thaddeus Young and Otto Porter Jr. just have to go back to the bench, right? I don't, I don't remember exactly who was in this trade, but oh my gosh, these guys are, no offense, way better than me at basketball, but you know, completely unplayable at a professional level at this stage in their career. Fine though, if they're in the game, if you see either of those guys start totally in play, because I mean, they can still get there like Fournier, man. You can't, I was a chump. I was a chump. I won't be a chump like that. I mean, it's the playoffs, though. It's not It's not like there's going to be some random starter like who hasn't played in years who all of a sudden, oh, wow, and the cha divisional championship goes off. Let me go ahead and bookmark this for that exact thing happening. Let's see. Lowest owned play I've got in the lineup right now is John Collins. Yeah. Oh, that, so that's the other thing. Walt, Walt uh, Kessler started the other day. What was his stats on that game? Did he actually play more? Because I really, really like Walter Kessler. And if I can play him, no, 23 minutes, man. That's what I was worried about. He still played 23 to 28. Is there a, it wasn't foul trouble. Gosh, man. 
I can't, I can't have that. So I love Walter Kessler, but I cannot play a guy who is not, was it a blowout? What happened? No. Okay. Utah. When was that last game? Cause they started, he started and I, I was like, Oh great. And then even though it was close, Oh, they were winning though. They won. What happened? Jimmy was playing and Bam was playing and they, wow. Okay. So I'm not going to second guess this coach at all. He beat, he beat the, the heat for some, somehow what happened to this game. I completely did not watch it. Uh, but I, Walter Kessler did not start. Okay. So when was that game? I, I thought for sure I saw a report of Kessler starting. Utah, 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 Utah. Okay, well, this is, uh, I'm sure, thrilling audio and video. But I'll let you guys know. If, if Kessler starts, I love him. If Olenek starts, I guess it's kind of fine. I don't remember what Olenek's price is. But in no case am I going to be like, wow, these guys, you got to get to them because they're not that kind of play on the slate. And I, as always, like, let me just say again, there is, if there is late news, that is the news. Don't, these things are like fun leans early in the day. I've been up since 2.15. It's now like seven o'clock in the morning. We haven't even had shoot arounds yet, guys. Like we, we, the most important things come later. Like, like for instance, yesterday, sleepy boys, man, what was going on with Devin Achan? Like I wound up being twice the field. I thought I was just like going to match the field, but the field was sleepy boys on Devin Achan. I guess there's never late news in the NFL or something. How, what percent most did they have? But wow, I didn't know there was going to be everybody sleeping in or whatever. you got to, when there's late news, act on it. Now, granted, make sure it's good. Like obviously Goga two days ago when he was five minutes before lock, almost min price smash. Great. Yesterday, the report was different, right? Wendell Carter Jr. available. So now we know Wendell's going to get in there like 18 minutes minimum coming back from whatever he's coming back from. And so I couldn't, I mean, you could go there over some of the other plays in the mid range. We just had yesterday, the winner was like 280 or something. So it was a tough day anyway. So you could go to Goga, but it wasn't the same play, but it was the same leverage because like we got the news, Wendell Carter Jr. available. And then we got the news Goga starting. So people might've missed the Goga starting news and only caught the Wendell Carter available news. So when you get the late news and and that's the other thing, the one thing that Saberson's really good at, I think, is estimating not really what the projected ownership will be, but what the what the optimal would be in their current game sims. So, for instance, like if the late news breaks or like Fournier the other night, Fournier, Saberson gave me like 30 percent Fournier. That's another reason I was fading it, because I was like, oh, 30 percent Fournier. Well, there's 30 percent chance he doesn't play at all. Right. I mean, he, he could still get pinched. Uh, so anyway, the what was my point about that? Uh, uh, I got lost in the weeds. Sabersim, Fournier. Oh, the late news, right? So hmm, he wasn't starting, so it's definitely not that late news. All right. I, I got de derailed, and I've been up for just way too long for this time in the morning. I got to go back to sleep. Uh, but remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us.